Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be finding myself again. Well, I've got a success story here from a guy who found out about my work after his relationship ended. And what he came to realize was he basically lost himself in his relationship that last year that they were together because he was always trying to be a pleaser and doing everything that his girlfriend wanted. But towards the end, he could tell that she really just didn't give a shit about him anymore, didn't feel what she used to feel. But she didn't want to dump him because she didn't want to hurt his feelings. So he finally was like, you know what, I just need to put us out of our misery and end this relationship. So he did and then he came across my work and so he shares his success story of how he's doing so much better now. He's happier than he's ever been. He feels completely liberated and he feels like I found, found myself again. So it's a, another great success story of how a guy came to me after a relationship ended. And he got in, involved and immersed in my work and turned things around in his life. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through his email and see what he did to successfully apply the things I teach in my book and in obviously countless videos I've done over the years. And so the quote says, the purpose of all relationships is that you go there to give. However, focusing on giving does not mean that you give up your friends, hobbies, purpose, interests, and passions because it's what your woman says she wants you to do or because it's what you think you should do to make her happy. Men who do this end up losing themselves in their relationships due to their efforts to please their women. Not only do they end up losing themselves, but in the end, they also lose their women eventually because they stopped being the fun, interesting, complete, and charming men who they fell in love with. Women want an equal, a teammate, and a partner, not men who become little boys who need to be told what to do. Relationships should make you a better version of who you are not something that you are not or something completely different than what you really are. So let's go through his email. He says, good evening coach. I don't really have a question but this email is just a thank you and a testimonial to your work and knowledge. Thank you so much for helping me find myself again. The one thing that resonated with me most is how you urge us to find our purpose and focus on it before we go out and start trying to date and or have a relationship again. Well, think about it. Masculine energy is all about purpose, drive, mission, succeeding, accomplishing, breaking through barriers, achieving goals, things of that nature. And women like guys, women who are in their natural feminine essence like guys who have ambition, who have goals because they embody what a man is and what happened in this particular guy's case is he got off track with that. He went from being this complete, interesting, charming dude that she fell in love with to basically a guy whose whole life became focused on catering to her every want and need. And it's just a bad way to go. It just it ruins the sexual polarity and it causes a woman to lose attraction and respect for the guy. He says, that was definitely my problem, meaning he was not focused on his purpose and mission. I'm only 23, so you can see how I have a problem with this at times. As young people, we are sometimes too wishy-washy. A lot of people are, but not everybody. I remember when I, when I was a teenager, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be successful. I was just determined. I had a burning fucking desire 
to go from where I was to where I wanted to be and I was determined to figure a way out. I didn't want to end up or be like my parents were. And the reality is, is every parent wants their kids to become more successful and happier and have more things and more great experiences than they have because in that way they feel like they were successful because the idea is you want to get better with each generation. And a lot of times that doesn't happen. Sometimes it goes the opposite way. He says, anyway, here's a little background on me. I was in a relationship for all of college basically and I can say that I definitely lost myself in that relationship. During the last year of college, it got to the point where – and you talk about this in your book. I was just doing everything she wanted and she got bored with me. You basically stopped being the guy that she fell in love with and instead you kind of became her butler or her manservant. It's just not attractive. Because then everything all becomes about her. What do you want to do tonight? I don't know, honey. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Make a fucking decision already. That's what women think. It's like, come on. They don't want to tell you what to do, but a lot of guys do that. They, it's like they, they go looking for a woman who's going to basically be their mommy. And it's like once they get into the relationship, then it's just slowly over time. They just give all their power. It's like they put their balls in a box and go, hey, tell me what to do. Tell me where you need me. I remember my dad saying that one time to a woman he was dating. I was like, I swear I really wanted to fucking slap him. I love my dad. I mean he would have deserved it because he used to beat the shit out of me all the time when I was a kid on a constant basis. But that's another story. But I was just like – it was so disgusting and so fucking repulsive to me to just – his body language and his physiology was just like fucking Gumby. Where do you need me? I mean tell me what to do, mommy. And he got friend zoned by this girl that he was dating at that time. And I was just like – I was like, damn, dad. It's like, come on, man. Shit. You, where, where are your fucking balls at? He continues on. There were times that I would notice things were not good and I would ask my then girlfriend but she would never know how to put it into words. That's something that's really tough for most men and women who don't know the things that I teach in my book is – because a woman's trying to communicate from an emotional perspective. I mean, she could have a conversation with her girlfriends and they would totally get it. They totally get where each other's coming from. But trying to explain it to a guy who is, you know, on my let's face this, us guys are logically thinking. In other words, you've got to give us step by step instructions. Do step one, step two, step three, step four. And a lot of women tend typically to give relational examples and assume that the guy can get the hidden meaning in that. I now know that she basically lost interest in me because I was not being my own man and she didn't want to be with me anymore but didn't want to hurt my feelings by saying it. A lot of women do that. The majority of them do that. It's like that's why they won't tell you to their face like I'm not attracted to you. I wouldn't go go out with you. And besides, they couldn't get away with saying it because guy go, "What do you mean? Well, you stuck up. You think you're better than me? Like why wouldn't you go out with me? Come on." And so it's just better to say, "Oh yeah, yeah, here's my number." And they were like, hey, she gave me her number but she won't call me back. It's because she's not interested. She can't tell you to her face that she's not interested in you because most guys can't handle that fucking kind of truth. It's a lot of guys get really angry and pissed off. And women are like, why create a confrontation? It's easier just to let the guy talk to their voicemail and hopefully they eventually figure out and go away. After graduating, the uncertainty got to be too much and I just put her out of her misery. I broke up with her and I found your work. My life hasn't been the same since. 
We broke up last October, which was, was basically a year ago. I took the rest of the year to really recenter myself and I started dating again when the new year came around. By then, I had read your book twice. I'm on my third time now and I was pretty equipped to at least start dating and might I say you were spot on. How many times you heard me say in a video, even if you don't think I know anything, if you just apply the things that I teach, you'll see this shit really fucking works. Go look at the reviews on Amazon. Look at all the people posting their success stories and how it's changed their life. And I was like, yep, this shit fucking works. This is the truth. It's the way it is. I tailored all of my interactions and conversations to the ways you suggest in the book and I got nothing but positive reactions. I have hung out, had fun, and hooked up with multiple amazing women as of January of this year. And I am at the point where there is not enough free time in my schedule as I am a grad student to fit all these women in my plans. Oh, you poor baby. I mean, think about it. That time in your, when you're in college or you're a grad student, you're, there's never going to be a time in your life when you're surrounded by that many like-minded, young, and single people that are your age with the same goals and the same values because the older you get, most of the people you're going to interact with either have a relationship or they're married and and a much smaller percentage of them are going to be single. But I mean, when you're in college, almost everybody's single when you're in college. Because, I mean, most people, that's their first time away from mom and dad and being out from underneath mom and dad's thumb. It's gotten to the point where even my close friends see it too. They have officially nicknamed me the Steph Curry of our friends because apparently I don't miss. <laughs> Steph Curry is fucking amazing. I mean, he just became an NBA champion this past few months ago and sent LeBron James and the Cavaliers home packing. I mean, the guy's fucking amazing. And he looks like this, I mean, skinny, he looks like a kid. I mean, he looks like a, a freshman in high school and this guy just, whew. I mean, it's amazing how anywhere in the court that the dude is just, as we used to say in the construction industry, is dead nuts. When he throws a shot up, fucking boom, nothing but net. He says, ha ha, and I have turned most of them over to your work. Half of them are still skeptical. Well, part of that is that's part of their story because if they were to change their story, then that means that they would have to admit to themselves that the approach that they're taking is not working. But they're seeing the results in your life and quite frankly, what I found in my own life is the majority of the people that are in your life now, especially if you're new to my work, they just won't do it. Even when you become really successful, they just don't have the fucking balls to do it because they, they're too much of their story gets in the way. And the reason why people don't have the things that they want in their lives is, a story, is because of the story that they tell themselves about why they don't have it, can't have it, or will never have it. And at the end of the day, people tend to act consistently with who they view themselves to be, whether the view is accurate or not. I've never felt so liberated in my life. I mean, it feels amazing because like I, I remember it was like when I was younger, it was like, God, it was just things seemed so hit or miss. And when it came to being successful, I could never produce successful results on a consistent basis with the kind of women that I wanted. And then when you figure this stuff out and you start having these experiences and it really becomes like totally automatic, you, you know what's coming next. And I feel like that is just, ah, oh, it's one of the most freeing things a man can experience in life. I mean, because think about it. What do you see in movies? What do you see in, the, in, in TV? 
men that are really good, really successful women, it's like they're put on a pedestal. It's like, wow, wow. And it's quite frankly, it's really not that big of a deal. It's because when you behave this way, it's totally aligned with your natural essence. It's just there's so much bullshit in the world and there's so much dysfunctional, nonsensical programming that just beat into our heads that it's like once you kind of unplug from that, then you see the world for as it really is. And it's so easy. It's so natural to be this way. And women respond to it, especially because so few men understand this stuff. Again, that's why my book's called 3% Man, because only about 3% really get it. I don't even feel pressure to settle down and have a girlfriend like I usually would have in the past. Now, it's interesting, that statement, because when you, you look at that, I'm going to read that statement again, because that's pretty powerful. I don't feel pressure to settle down and have a girlfriend like I usually would have in the past. Now, why is that? Because you have an abundance mentality. You have choices now and you're not in a rush to get somebody in your arms so you feel better about yourself. And when you look at movies from 40, 50, 60 years ago, that's the attitude that all the guys in the movies had, especially like Steve McQueen and his movies. The last thing they wanted to do was settle down. And they loved their woman that they were with and they were very happy. But when it came to getting married and having kids, it's like the women kind of dragged the guys kicking and screaming to the altar. At the end of the day, they always gave in. They wanted to make him happy. But it was always the woman that was driving that train to nest, to bond, to connect because that's what feminine energy is. Women naturally, instinctively do that. But we're all taught to do the exact opposite. And that's what you see in all the movies that are made today. It's the, ro- the gender roles are completely reversed. He says, I really just enjoy all of the experiences I'm having while shaping myself into the man that I want to be. Maybe I'll settle down when I'm 50, haha. Maybe never. I mean, I mean, when you look at the stats, divorce rate being over 60% and only 3% of couples being really happy. I mean, you can look at anybody who's considered to be successful, like when it comes to Hollywood or people that are famous. It's like the long relationships last seven, maybe ten years if you're lucky. But most of them, what you see is every every one to three years, they're getting married and divorced. And it's like, I mean, just how many people do you know in your own life who've been married and divorced several times? I mean, the numbers are staggering. So when, to me, what have I experienced in my own life? I just don't, I don't feel it's ridiculous. It, how's the word? I don't feel that it's realistic to expect to be with one person your whole life. Now, back when human beings' average life expectancy was 30, 35 years old, I mean, that's just barely surviving long enough to see your kids grow up and become adults. And most people got married when they were teenagers because if they, you know, tried having kids in their 20s, usually, you know, they dropped dead before their kids ever got past 8, 10 years old. But, I mean, now the average life expectancy is 70, 75 years old. And you look at all this DNA, nanobot technology that's going to be coming online in the next few years. I mean, potentially people could literally be living hundreds of years. Let me think about that. What would you do with your life if you literally could live for hundreds of years and be extremely healthy and youthful looking? That's some crazy stuff. That, you know, that's, that's the kind of thing you sit there and take a couple bong hits for Jesus and contemplate on that thought. You've helped me in ways that you cannot imagine and for that, sir, I say thank you and Godspeed with all of your endeavors. Well, thanks for the great testimonial and you know what? Thanks for being another guy who applies this stuff because there's one more dude 
who can be a great example and a great leader. And at the end of the day, the true measure of a leader is not how many followers they have, but how many leaders they create. That's definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session with yours truly. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab on any page, the top of your screen on any page of my website. You just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.